0: Welcome to Remember My Name, Profiles of Heroes in Military and Law Enforcement. When you think of a hero, what comes to mind? A John Wayne-type character running through the jungles of Vietnam, carrying a wounded comrade on his shoulders, guns blazing, picking off commies hidden behind banana leaves? Or John Bassalone running through enemy fire in Guadalcanal, carrying 90 pounds of ammunition and firing his 30 caliber machine gun? Or Robin Olds? Air Force Triple Ace F-4 fighter pilot on a mission in Vietnam, dodging through enemy flak with his sights pointed at his objective. Or is it the unknown soldier who bravely fought alongside his men, but whose valiant acts will never be known because no one in his platoon made it back alive to tell the story. A hero is someone who stares at fear, knowing they could very well die, but continues on ahead. A hero is someone who takes that next step despite the risk, Heroism is something that is ingrained, not learned. A hero understands the responsibility that comes with freedom. As you sleep peacefully in your bed at night, heroes are standing guard in your cities and across the globe, ready to take the fight to the enemy. Heroes are humble and don't expect to be acknowledged. Many will never be known. This podcast is about heroes in the military and law enforcement. Some gave their service for America and served in the armed forces. Some have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom, and others protect the local community and died in the line of duty. Our lives would be a whole lot different if it weren't for the hard work and sacrifice of these brave men and women. They could have gone on to live lives that were less dangerous, however, they dedicated themselves to your protection. If you ever have the pleasure of talking with one of them, they'll tell you, I'm not a hero but I had the honor of walking beside a few. Others will say, the real heroes are those who didn't make it back home. This episode is dedicated to U.S. Army Master Sergeant Roy P. Benavides, Vietnam War. Roy Benavides was in the 5th Special Forces Group Military Assistance Command Vietnam Studies and Observations Group, or the MACV SOG. Roy P. Benavides was born in Lindanao, near Cuero, Texas, in DeWitt County. His father was a Mexican-American, and his mother was a Yaqui Native American. By the time he was seven years old, he and his younger brother were orphaned. The two Benavides boys were then raised by his aunt and uncle, along with eight cousins. The family would spend the summers traveling around the U.S. as farmers and worked on countless hot days under an unforgivable blazing sun. It was during these times that Roy would build up the character that helped him survive during his time in the U.S. Army. In 1952, Benavides enlisted in the Texas Army National Guard, and in June 1955, he enlisted in the regular U.S. Army. In 1959, he married Hilaria Coy Benavides, completed airborne training, and was assigned to the 82nd Airborne Division at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. During his first deployment to South Vietnam in 1965, he stepped on a landmine during a patrol and was evacuated back to the U.S. There, doctors at Fort Sam Houston said that he would never walk again and began preparing his medical discharge papers. Benavides, however, didn't take the doctor's advice, and began an unsanctioned nightly training ritual in an attempt to redevelop his ability to walk. Getting out of bed at night, of course against doctor's orders, Benavides would crawl using his elbows and chin to a wall near his bedside, and with the encouragement of his fellow patients, many of whom were permanently paralyzed and or missing limbs, he would prop himself against the wall and attempt to lift himself unaided starting by wiggling his toes, then his feet, and then eventually, after several months of excruciating practice that by his own admission often left him in tears, pushed himself up the wall with his ankles and legs. After over one year of hospitalization, Roy Benavides walked out of the hospital in July 1966 with his wife at his side, determined to return to combat in Vietnam. Benavides returned to Fort Bragg and began training for the elite Army Special Forces Green Berets. Once qualified and accepted, he became a member of the 5th Special Forces Group and the Studies and Observations Group, SOG. Despite continual pain from his wounds, he returned to South Vietnam in January of 1968. On May 2, 1968, a 12-man Special Forces patrol, which included nine Monarch Yard tribesmen, were surrounded by a North Vietnamese battalion. Benavides heard the radio appeal for help and boarded a helicopter to respond. Armed only with a knife and a radio, he jumped from the helicopter, carrying his medical bag, and rushed to help the trapped patrol. Benavides distinguished himself by a series of daring and extremely glorious actions, and because of his gallant choice to voluntarily join his comrades who were in critical straits, to expose himself continually to withering enemy fire, and his refusal to be stopped despite numerous severe wounds, saved the lives of at least eight men. Benavides was the last soldier to board the Huey as it hastily took off from the battlefield. During the return trip, the medic and other crew members couldn't get a response from Roy as he lay bleeding on the floor from his many wounds. Back at base, he was examined and thought to be dead. As he was placed in a body bag among the other dead, he was suddenly recognized by a friend who called for help. A doctor came and examined him, and he too believed Benavides was dead. The doctor was about to zip up the bag when Benavides managed to spit in his face, alerting him that he was still alive. Roy Benavides had a total of 37 separate bullet, bayonet, and shrapnel wounds from the six hour fight with the enemy battalion. Benavides was evacuated again back to the U.S., this time to Brooke Army Medical Center, where he eventually recovered. He received the Distinguished Service Cross for Extraordinary Heroism and Four Purple Hearts. In 1969, he was assigned to Fort Riley, Kansas. In 1972, he was assigned to Fort Sam Houston, Texas, where he remained until retirement. In 1973, after more detailed accounts became available, Special Forces Lieutenant Colonel Ralph R. Drake insisted that Benavides receive the Medal of Honor. By then, however, the time limit on the medal had expired. An appeal to Congress resulted in an exemption for Benavides, but the Army Decorations Board denied him an upgrade of his Distinguished Service Cross to the Medal of Honor. The Army Board required an eyewitness account from someone present during the action, and Benavides believed that there were no living witnesses of the six hours in hell. On February 24, 1981, President Ronald Reagan presented Roy P. Benavides with the Medal of Honor. Reagan reportedly turned to the press and said, If the story of his heroism were a movie script, you still wouldn't believe it. He then read the official award citation. In 1976, Benavides, his wife, and their three children returned home to El Campo, Texas, where he was honorably discharged from the Army. Benavides devoted his remaining years to the youth of America, speaking to them about the importance of staying in school and getting an education. His message was simple. An education is the key to success. Bad habits and bad company will ruin you. Roy Benavides died on November 29, 1998, at the age of 63, at Brooke Army Medical Center having suffered respiratory failure and complications from diabetes. His body was escorted to St. Robert Bellarmine's Catholic Church, where he had married, where his three children were married, and where he attended Mass every Sunday. He then returned to Fort Sam Houston's main chapel for a public viewing. Family friend Archbishop Patrick Flores of the San Antonio Diocese presided over a Catholic funeral Mass at San Fernando Cathedral, located in San Antonio. Benavides was buried with full military honors at Fort Sam Houston Cemetery in San Antonio, Texas. Take a minute to remember Master Sergeant Roy P. Benavides and all the lives he saved.